Today our gospel lesson comes from the gospel of Matthew. I'll be reading from the 10th chapter, verses 40 through 42 again. That is Matthew chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. I invite you, if able, to stand for the reading of the gospel lesson. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. Now you're actually kind of lucky. Because I was doing the children's service or the children's sermon and there were no children, you may have guessed I mixed in a little bit of what I was already going to say to you, which means we're already partially done. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about this thing called risk reward. Now, how many of you know how this works? Pretty much all of us, but I'd say there's some experts. Eric, you're, you're probably an expert. You probably have tables in your office that help you when you're giving financial advice to somebody what the reward is and what the risks they can stand to take. So that's, that's a pretty simple way of it. Another way is, and a lot of them are probably in the fields right now um, putting in the effort, but farming is a big risk-reward industry. I mean, you plant seed in ground that should be fertile and has been, but we don't know how long that will last. We also plant it hoping that it will rain, but if it rains too soon, it can wash the seed away or cause it not to germinate properly. If the rain doesn't come, then it can get scorched, and of course we do have some irrigation and some other things that we can do, but let's face it, it's a risky business. Because they put lots lots and lots of money into the ground. I had a friend who talked about how much uh, his father would make it harvest time, and I went, that's incredible. But then he told me how much he had to pay for his seed, and how much he had to pay for his irrigation, and how much he had to pay for all his farming equipment. And I went, why on earth would anybody do that? But then again, if you're not called to something, people often say, why that? Often when I talk about some of my military service, and one of the things that I was, I was a uh, submariner in the Navy, and people just go, why on earth would you get on a ship that sinks on purpose? Matter of fact, my dad, when I told him I was doing that, he's like, I don't know what happened with you. <laughs> First you joined the Army, you jumped out of perfectly good airplanes. That wasn't enough, so you joined the Navy and went on a ship to sink on purpose. You must have hit your head one too many times. But you know, even that has become an industry. People pay money to go to places where people will put them in an airplane and fly them up high, and if you have no experience, they will even strap you on their front, and they will jump out of the airplane with you. And we all know what the risk of that is. It may be a good view, but if that little piece of fabric doesn't work, and the reserve doesn't work, I can tell you something else. Physics dictates it's not going to be a good ending. It may be a nice ride down, but that sudden stop at the end, not good. 
You see, there again, in life, there's this idea, and it's one that we, you know, we have to. You can't not, not risk. We all have to do it. We all have to put a little skin in the game. I mean, you have to decide when you're going to school what activities you'll take part in and which ones you won't. And then when you're taking part in those activities, you know, they've got safety equipment and all that. But every year, there are hundreds of student athletes whose time comes to an end. Um, when you go off to college or you take your first job, you make a risk, make a bet. Where's this going to pay off? You know, I'd be willing to bet those guys that became experts who had gone through all kinds of training and internships to make buggy whips and had learned to make the greatest, most desirable buggy whips in the world that were in that last class just before the automobile took off, probably rethink the effort they put into that. You see, today in the scripture, we've been talking about, and I told you that this part of Matthew was about the missionary sending. Now, we know that Jesus sent out his disciples two by two into the towns and gave them very specific instructions. Amen? We know that, right? Okay, just make sure. Otherwise, my short sermon may become a little bit longer. So he sent them out, but he told them very seriously. He said, but look, it's going to be rough. Last Sunday we covered this. If people treated me this way, how much more do you think they're going to abuse and mistreat you? They said that I'm from the devil, so they are really going to you know, malign you. And then he told them, you're going out like sheep among the wolves. Just picture that for a second. If someone told you they were going to send you on a trip and you were going to be like the sheep going out among the wolves, how many of you would be excited about that trip? That doesn't sound, you know, in that scenario, could I at least be the ram? You know, have a bite? No, you're going out like sheep, little baby lambs he's talking about. You know, basically say you're vulnerable to those that would prey on So there is a risk in this. But today he talks about the reward side. You see, even last Sunday I talked about, it says, whoever loves father or mother, brother or sister, parent or child more than me, what is it? You're not worthy of me. That's a risk. By following the gospel, by doing what Jesus has called us to do, there is an inherent risk in that, that people aren't going to get us. And we know this in our society. How many of you have seen movies or plays, or just commentaries out of people's mouths that mock and malign faithful Christians. That abuse us for what we believe. They make fun of the things that we say. It once was a time that, you know, the Christian church was at the center of the communities. Now, their doors are closing. Now, there are so many other things people get into. Now, in the world we live in, and I love this because I've heard this my entire ministry, folks will challenge and say, well, aren't all religions basically the same? Don't all roads lead to Rome? Anybody ever heard that? Well, let me tell you something right now. 45 does not lead to Rome. There's a big water spot in the middle. Now, you might be able to get from here to an airport and get there eventually. Someone, well, that proves the point. No, that's stretching it. Besides, 
That's just a saying. Here, I'm going to tell you something right now. All religions are not the same. There is only one true religion. And that is the one that puts Jesus Christ at the center. Now, I'm not saying that inherently it's someone who is Buddhist or someone who is Hindu or someone that is a bad person. That's not at all what I'm saying. I've met some great people who are of other faiths. What I'm telling you right now is that all religions do not offer salvation and provide a way. Only one provides the way. It's not a way. It's the way. And that is through Jesus Christ. And he said right today the reward of that comes from this transaction. Whoever receives you, in other words, he was talking to his disciples, those who had taken on this risk business of going out and doing mission work. Whoever receives you, receives me. And if they receive me, they receive the one who sent me. In other words, whoever accepts what you bring them, what, you're, what we are called to bring them, is the gospel. And whoever receives that, receives a right relationship with God. He goes even further to sort of expand this. He goes, whoever receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives what? The reward of a prophet. Now, we all imagine that a prophet's reward is pretty great. I mean, let's face it. If you are the mouthpiece for God, if you were bringing the word of God to God's people, you would imagine that your reward is pretty outstanding. So who here would like the prophet's reward? We got one. I mean, prophet's reward. I mean, they're up there pretty high. Well, yeah, it comes at a cost, though. Most prophets weren't received well. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills her prophets, who stones and disgraces them, who banishes them. The prophet, how about the reward of receiving a righteous person in the name of the righteous? Is there anything wrong with the reward of the righteous? I mean, the prophets' ones we get, we, that's scripture. But is there a danger in receiving the reward of a righteous person? That seems a little bit better, and it is. But again, there's a problem with that. Think about this. In our world that has a lot of corruption, in our world where the morality and the ethical behavior that is taught in our schools, that is practiced in our businesses and our corporations, do you think that a righteous person will always get a fair shake in that environment? Someone who always does what is right, regardless of the bottom line. Again, there is a risk. But he's, 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 he's minimizing the risk, but there's, it's inherent in the rewards. Now the final one is probably the easiest. And that is, whoever gives a cup of cold water to the least of these, to a little one, in the name of a disciple, receive a reward. None of these rewards will be taken from you. Now, again, sometimes what you receive initially is not the true reward. Because what is the true reward that I spoke of? You guys remember? Like five minutes ago? If they receive you, they receive me. In other words, they receive Jesus. If they receive Jesus, they receive what? A relationship with the Father. The ultimate reward is a relationship, a right relationship with God the creator and sustainer of all life. The one who told us, do not be afraid of those who can destroy the body. And they will. And it's not going to be good. 
It's kind of scary. But be afraid of him who can destroy the body and the soul in the fires of hell. In other words, yeah, there's risk in this world. And there are rewards that come from taking those risks in this world. But all of those rewards that you might eventually get, they will all come to naught. For there is only one risk that pays off eternally. There is only one risk that is worth the gamble, and that is being willing to serve and to take Christ to other places. Now granted, most of us will not suffer bodily harm when we take Christ somewhere. But it will cost us. Let's face it. Sometimes in business, you know, we can do what's right or we can do what's profitable. If we take seriously our faith in Christ, what must we do? That which is right. So sometimes we're going to miss some opportunities. Heck, there's people in this very building right now that are taking a risk today. And some of them are at home packing or getting ready because they just came back from their trips. But there are a couple of families that are going to entrust their children for one week to me. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm really good at it. And I mostly love kids. Trust me, they fare a lot better on my love charts than some adults. So You guys are in good hands. But the simple fact is we're going to get on Highway 4 and we're going to head out and then we're going to go do some construction, we're going to do some things. And the fact is, is that there is a certain inherent risk in that, as in anything else. And of course, there's the reward of having that relationship with Christ developed and enhanced, having that relationship with one another developed and enhanced, that reward of doing something, being in the mission. You see, when we are given the opportunity to be in the mission, the risk is actually the reward. Because when we're in that, we are building relationships. Anytime you are in a stressful environment, anytime there's something that's going on that you may not be comfortable with, but with other people, you build greater bonds. And if at the center of that you have Christ Jesus, then you are building bonds with him. And of course, he's the only one that can provide us with eternal reward. He's the only one that can guarantee, no matter what, Eric, would you put your entire savings on any of the recommendations you give to people? He's like, no. He goes, but on the other hand, I give them really good advice. And he does. And he probably tells them there's risk in this. You know, just like would any of you put your the rest of your days of eating on any one of our farmers? I mean, they're great guys. And they've been doing it for a long time, but that's a pretty big risk. Now let me ask you this. Is there anybody here today that would risk every single thing in your life for an eternal relationship with Jesus Christ? Any takers on that one? Oh, come on, let's see some hands on that one. I mean, that's the ultimate reward for the minimal risk because here's the funny part about that. He's already paid the price. He's already paid the penalty. Yes, we may be talked about by other people. We may even be threatened. We may even, as I mentioned, in certain missionary work, we may even lose our lives in this world, which seems tragic from this side. But when you're standing in the presence of the Almighty, in that right relationship, do you think any of us are going to care what little hassles we had in this world? 
Do you think any of us are going to care how long we got to live? Do you think any of us are going to care how well our lives turned out? Do you think anybody's going to care about the worldly things that have all passed away? Or do you think we're just going to stand in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ and praise Him? And praise Him. Well, let us prepare ourselves now for one of the rewards He has offered us in this time area. And that is to gather around the table and to receive Holy Communion.